The Money Show. Business Unusual. Business Unusual brought to you by Workforce Staffing. Could a gig economy be key in tackling unemployment? Workforce Staffing's agile solutions do just that. Zanele Njapa is our guest on Business Unusual this evening. And I mean, like so many people, Zanele, I have been taught that I have to embark on lifelong learning. Um, you no know, day is worth living unless you learn something new and you put it into your memory bank and at some point in the future you use this wonderful new learning to improve your life, to improve the world, to change the future. All of these things are fabulous. Um, but you're telling us now, actually, what is as important as learning can be unlearning. What on earth is unlearning? <laughs> Hello, Bruce. It's so lovely to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So you're so right. I think the conversation has been around learning for a very long time. And rightly so, right? Because I think that the, the premise for becoming learning organizations and learning teams is that we know that learning has to do with flexibility. But what I found that a lot of organizations are falling short of is this process of peeling away. If you can think of unlearning as literally peeling away a coat of paint before applying a new one, then you can really see where this comes from. It's around how we almost um, shift or shake up business models that have already existed, re-question some of the strategies and tools we already had in place so that we can always self-disrupt. So as we get disrupted by outside sources, unlearning is literally just us going internally and disrupting ourselves as an organization rather than waiting for external forces to disrupt us first. So, I mean, this is not the sort of thing that companies that say, but that's the way we do things around here operate. Exactly. It's definitely not. And this is really one of the biggest transitions that I've been tracking. A lot of organizations are starting to realize that the way that they've always done things around here, the water cooler conversations, the WhatsApp groups, whatever it is, and some of the bigger things like our business models are really not serving us as much, especially at a time when literally everything around the rules to how we govern our organizations, how we regulate, how we source talent, are all literally being rewritten on a daily basis. So I think organizations that still say this is the way we've always done things around here are going to really find themselves holding the shorter end of the stick because this is the time to start challenging ourselves and to question some of those dogmas and some of those identities, Bruce, that we actually start to protect. And if a lot of organizations are honest with themselves, they'll realize that we protect some of these identities and not challenge them. I mean, we've all seen things, learned things that we wish we'd never seen or learned, um, and we wish we could clear our minds of them. You're not talking about that sort of thing. You're just talking about, I think, breaking bad habits or changing the way people operate. Unlearning is just a, a very funky way of describing that process. That's, that's a very good point, Bruce. So I always make the emphasis that it's not forgetting. And this is the exciting thing as well, if we take this onto a more neuroscience perspective, especially because I think one of the biggest things that organizations that are trying to help their teams to unlearn make the mistake of, of introducing change and transition processes without understanding how individuals change on an individual basis. So you can't, you can't really forget anything. You can't really uh, scrap any habit that you've had. Think about the one habit that you just wish you'd never learned, so you never started doing. It's sitting somewhere in the brain. And when there is a trigger that's introduced, it will come up. And so really unlearning is not this forgetting, not the scrapping of 
who we used to be, but it's rather shifting our perspective around how we see that. How do we draw some of the lessons around where we used to be, where we've fallen short, and use that to almost catapult us into, to use a very cliche term, our next normal or our new normal. So it's really that process of moving from one way to, of doing things into another. And the big, the crux of it really is this adaptability. Now, I always say it's the organizations that can, um, I don't want to use the word pivots, but the organizations you that just, can you jump. Just used, you just used the word pivot. You just did it. You just did it. <laughs> the organizations that can literally jump ship in a very flexible, agile, and quick. Quick is really the important point here that, that really starts to survive because we're really finding ourselves where we're having to move from one way of doing things to another. And if that process of, of that transition is really slow, it's hampered by strategies, it's hampered by dogmas, we really find that organizations don't necessarily catch up and find it a, a very slow process to make those changes. You know, Sorry about the words of it. No, you should just use the word pivot because it's so much quicker. Um, it's why we use it. It's it's a it's a wonderful word. It's it's an irritating word, but it's a wonderful word. You at Tomorrow Today, you guys work very hard in understanding the world and the way in which the world is changing and going. Um, what are those biggest transitions that you are seeing within organizations at the moment? What are people actually getting up to? Because, I mean, change is hard and change is often Ooh. slow um, and change is often damaging for many people in organizations but sometimes when you are on a path of change you simply have to keep going regardless of the hurt feelings the broken dreams and the crushed aspirations <laughs> of people who who, who either can't or, or, or won't join up mm. you make a very good point there there bruce so i'll try to speak to all of that now you mentioned uh, the team at Tomorrow Today, and you're quite right. We work in the future of work and disruption space, really tracking some of the trends that are influencing the future of work. And some of the biggest things that our team is tracking, the biggest transitions that I'm looking at at the moment is definitely this one, one that's really on the front screen for everyone. It's this move from in-person work to um, hybrid and remote work. And more so this work, uh, this move from fully remote to hybrid working. I think that so many of us are really calling this the the legacy one of the biggest legacies of covid rather that it's actually going to give us it's this working room hybrid that's a mixture of remote and in person and i think so many of us are, are underestimating just how much of a challenge this is going to be and i think you're quite right when you say that it's challenging it's really hard and what a lot of organizations can start to look forward to as they call everyone back they create all of these strategies around hybrid work is they can expect a lot of resistance but rightly so because one of the things that change really does give us is resistance because it threatens our normalcy, it threatens what we're used to, and it also threatens, and this is one big thing that I want anyone who's listening as a leader to really acknowledge, it threatens the structures that we have around ourselves. And a lot of leaders really miss this personalization idea around change. Because think about Steve Paul or John, who's in your organization, who's looking at this change process and is going, what about my gran at home? And what about the children? And those types of changes are really going to start to disrupt on the deepest scale of organization. So that's one. And if I was to mention another one, 
that also comes up on top is this idea around purposeful business and and really the shift in culture for me that's been one of the most exciting ones is tracking how organizations are going okay so how do we start to rethink our company culture at a time when we want to be together but we're apart what is company culture that is strong that emulates our values and our ethos look like now and how do we build the rituals to support that and and for me that's really a crux of the work that I do is helping organizations to build those rituals that help people feel like they belong in an organization that is purpose driven purpose focused but actually is serving something that's much bigger than all of us that are within the organization so those those are just two I could uh, bore you all day with some of the others but I think that those two are key ones Zanella, thank you so much for coming on. Zanella Njapa, who is the unlearning expert, the innovation facilitator at Tomorrow Today.